Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Box Office Quarterbacks Nerd Shit Edition. Today, I am Gerald with Ahmed. Jeff and Eric have the day off. So we're going to sit here and talk to you about a show that I was really excited about. But um, you don't know if you noticed, I'm starting off a little slow because before we, I want to be a little slow before we get into the action-packed yelling and disagreements we're going to have just to let you guys down with a horrible fucking rating at the end because that's exactly what Marvel did this time around. Um, me, especially on this podcast, I have been someone who praises Marvel and doesn't ever really give them shit. But this time around, I'm fully prepared for it. Um, Secret Invasion, a show that for me had some of Marvel's best cooking, but Marvel's by far rest worst finale. Um, and just a lot of unanswered questions, um, more blue balling. Um, I, I said, I said in the group chat that we should call this, um, what should we call it? Secret blue balls or secret edging. <laughs> secret blue something. balls edging. Yeah. <laughs> like just a whole <laughs> bunch of different, cause like, that's what they're doing at this point, right? And um, I've talked too much already for this past minute, so let's just go straight to Ahmed. Ahmed, how are you doing after being forced to watch six episodes of Secret Invasion? What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? That's all I can say. Because, you know, the first episode, we talked about it. We were like, wow, this is, this is interesting. And then it had so much potential. The fifth episode was great. What the hell happened? How did they drop the ball with the sixth one? You had one job. Well, and even then, I mean, why did it have to only be six episodes? You could have kept on going. It didn't need to feel this rushed. We just found out that, you know, Rhodey was a, was a scrawl. Uh, there was so much more we could have unpacked. And yet, instead, they decided to rush it. And they decided to give Amelia Clark... Um, so much screen time towards the very end. It all just, it all just seemed really, really rushed. And this is exactly the way I felt about She-Hulk and its ending. It just felt rushed, and it didn't feel organized. And that's fair to me, though. It was like they promised all this stuff, right? Like you're not going to believe who was a scroll, and you can't trust anyone. But like at, at the end of the day, you just can't trust the B-list actors or maybe even the C-list actors. You can trust the A-list guys. They're fine. Like, I mean, if they want to say technically they had Nick Fury's the scroll twice in this, sure. But like we all knew it wasn't him every time it happened. Like they screamed at us for the first 10 minutes of the last episode that this Nick Fury going to meet Gravik wasn't Nick Fury. So, and by the way, we're jumping straight into spoilers on this one because it's just – I think this one left me more mad than other Marvel projects because Marvel for me in the this phase, this new phase since Endgame has been a lot about introducing new characters and things. And then this one was supposed to be about changing what we know about the universe and about certain heroes. And instead it was just like, hey, here's one C-list character, B-list character that we actually, like the one character we've recast this entire time is going to be a scroll. And then... um. And then at the end, they just kind of threw another another one in there. It's just like, it didn't really feel like I was worried about who I could trust or not, especially with Rhodey. Like, we all knew Rhodey was a scroll from the second we saw him this season. Um, I think the only interesting thing that came out of the finale was the discussion on when we think Rhodey was taken. But it, it seemed to me that, like, it came off that they were going to tell us that. Like, they had, like, like people had been in interviews making it seem as if that was going to be something we were going to be told. Yeah. No, it, it, it seemed like filler. At the end of the day, it was, it was filler. 
There was no reason for the show to be made. And I, 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 I can't believe I'm saying that because, you know, I'm not a big, you know, comic book guy, but I love the Marvel stuff. And now when you have programs like this that are literally just filler, it, you, how are you supposed to have a leg to stand on with those debates? Like when Michelle Rodriguez was talking about how many more Marvel movies are they, are they going to make? Meanwhile, we're going to have a trilogy for Fast X. And, you know, unfortunately, DC realized that Flash was terrible. Shazam 2. You know, even Zachary Levy realized that there's nothing that's going to happen with that. And so now we're starting to see sort of a decline in in creativity and this is on the heels of the writer strike the actor strike it's like what's going to happen next how are you going to recover from this and yeah, are we I, willing to give you guys another shot yeah and i, and I mean like i i'm not at the point where it seems like you are where it's like i'm done with it or i'm, or I'm this close to being done with it it is a very big disappointment to me but i will say the like for i think episodes one through really like four were really great stuff. Marvel was cooking. It was doing what it needed to do to provide yeah. an interesting story. Within, yeah, Rhodey was the only one we knew through those episodes, and it was obvious. We were fine was, with it. it. But, like, it was it was still a very interesting story. And on top of that, the first two episodes were nearly an hour long. So we yeah. were like, we're going to get a real long crime thriller. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's gonna, we're going to be having to guess who's who or who's a bad guy, who's a good guy. Um, for I mean, like, we all knew they weren't going to leave Amelia Clark dead. But, like, for a second there, you know, it happened. So, like, right. they, they were – Marvel was cooking with this show. It just dropped the ball so significantly on the finale that, yeah. like, you don't you don't see it often – with TV shows. I'm not saying this show was one of the best shows ever. It wasn't, but um, to name a few shows that dropped the ball in finale game of Thrones, Dexter. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like you can talk, you, Dexter had a whole last season that ruined this entire series. Um, yeah. So to game of Thrones, I mean like um, even Dexter new blood was a little bit like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Dexter new blood still ended a little weird, but like, but with, with this, it was like, it just, it dropped it so badly that like, I have so many complaints about it now. It almost takes away from the first four or five episodes. And I hate that for the writers and directors. And now you yeah. have directors, the, the director of this, of the, of this um, show talking about how he heard or how he believes that Rhodey was taken after civil war, but that doesn't make a what lot do you of mean? sense. You think that's what it, you're the director. You should know this. You should <laughs> know this, but like the way Marvel works, like, I mean, that almost is understandable, but at the same time, like, Rhodey in the end game in Endgame and Infinity War was using braces for his legs to walk. I think mm -hmm. that was him because he had to, he was still recovering. All right. of a sudden, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which isn't long after Endgame, he doesn't have braces. He's walking, and whenever he comes out of the pod at the end of the finale, he's the only person not able to walk. You notice there's hundreds of people; they're walking around fine. They look confused as hell. But they're walking yeah. around fine. Rhodey wasn't able to walk because he didn't have the braces on. So that's why I think like he was taken after Endgame. But um, and plus, Gravik didn't start this plan until after Endgame. This wasn't a plan he's had for a while. Right. It was after the blip or whatever. Yeah. And but that's and that's the thing is what happened with 
the way Mar- like it seemed there was a point where Marvel was introducing all these new characters and I was being patient going, okay, how's it all going to come full circle? Um, when Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania came out, I was like, okay, this is another introduction to Kang. This is, you know, this is how they're going to lead us into the Kang dynasty, all the other things. Uh, how is Shang-Chi going to fit? How are the, um, the, um, the Celestials, how are these, the Eternals rather, how are they going to fit in? How is Miss Marvel going to show up? Like, how is it all going to work? And now we got Loki season two and, oh, and we have Moon Knight. But, but even as I'm saying it out loud, there are all these different characters that have been introduced, all these different plot points. And I'm just wondering how it's all going to come full circle. And now with these, I'm kind of like, I just, I just don't see how it's going to work out now because Nick Fury is such a central character and, you know, it was cool to give this new shot. They had done so many, this was the first time we saw people actually getting killed by guns. You know what I mean? Like usually you don't really see that in the Marvel shows, but this was a new, this was new territory, new grounds. You had so much potential and we just can't get over the fact that you, that they dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah, they, they, cool. they, they dropped the ball. Definitely dropped the ball, and nobody's happy about that. Um, I just – I look at these projects, and I see all this stuff, and I, and I agree. But my big thing – something that's coming up to mind for me, at least, is the fact that, like you mentioned, Kang is still a thing. The multiversal threat is a thing. And what the multiversal threat will ultimately build to, um, whether it's DC or Marvel or anything that talks about multiverses, is the fact that if you fuck with the multiverse – universes collide in that ends universe so that's gonna happen so that's the big threat for the avengers right but at the same time nick fury and his show just kicked off a whole new threat of a scroll invasion so uh, it it is humans are killing each other again yeah again but like um and like i i do like how like it does make sense right that like the world would be like, hey, everybody who's not from here, we're going to kill you. But at the same time, the president of the U.S. in the finale said that, acting like, I guess he just forgot that the Asgardians exist. Because the Asgardians are on Earth now, with their whole, like, city and a freaking Disney World tour type shit. So, yeah. like, I guess he just forgot about those aliens. It's only the aliens that are green, though. Um, but, um there's so much shit to think about and worry about. And I do see how that could be tiresome for the everyday fan. Cause I, you already know, I'm a huge fan. I'm a big follower of this stuff. I read comics. I watch these shows consistently. Um, but even for me, I'm like, I could understand how a regular person or someone who isn't that big into it would just be like, I'm getting tired of this shit. Like, yeah. I don't care. I lost, I lost track. I'll watch the ones of my favorite characters and that's it. But at the same time, I do think that's what Marvel's trying to do to an extent. Maybe not fully because it's what it did with its comics, right? Like it, it always had the Avengers and it always had the yeah. big sellers, like the big Spider-Mans and everything else. But for the people who maybe don't like Spider-Man, they made you a Captain Marvel or they made you, I don't know, Captain, um, what's Miss Marvel? Um, you yeah. know, they make all these different, they make all these different characters for the people who don't like the big stuff. So maybe that is what they're trying to do at a certain extent. And maybe you yeah, won't but, see a Miss Marvel join the Avengers right now. You know? Right. But, but that's that it goes back to my, my, another 
thing that we forgot to mention, projects are getting delayed left and right. So while we're waiting for these new projects and waiting for these new phases, uh, it's kind of, I just like the little triangle of death thing here, the evil triangle you're doing. <laughs> but, you know, it's like we are just kind of left wondering how does it all <laughs> stop it <laughs> wondering how it all because like the deadpool thing uh deadpool 3 they're bringing back wolverine that's awesome but that project's being delayed we found out across or beyond the spider-verse is going to get delayed um tom holland doesn't even want to play spider-man even anymore uh you know it's it's Oh, and of course, you know, Jonathan Majors is going through his his whole situation. It, it's a lot. And so you want to try to keep the fan base, but then just like give them something that's going to make them happy, not something that's going to give them blue balls or green balls. Yeah. I mean, like when I woke up Wednesday morning and I'm lame, well, I cook and eat breakfast, I'm over here watching the show. And when I opened it, I saw 38 minutes long and I was like, for a freaking finale? Yeah, a finale well, thirty-eight minutes long after the two opening episodes were fifty-one yeah, and fifty yeah, yeah. minutes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Because you guys were talking about in the group chat, I was getting FOMO, so I said, "All right, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna catch up." And I watched all three episodes of the, the <laughs> like leading up to episode five, and I was like, "Guys, I'm all caught up. Let's let's fucking go." And we were really looking forward to the finale, only to be very disappointed. And, you know, the scathing reviews are, are well warranted. It sucks because Samuel Jackson works hard. You know, he doesn't deserve that. And this was his opportunity to shine. And they, I feel, I guess I feel really bad for Samuel, you know? Yeah. I mean, I did like him in this. Um, I did love him in this. Um, The, him making out with a green green alien at the end was a little weird. Um, I don't know why. It was just like an unintentionally funny moment, right? Like it was not meant to be funny, but for some reason I found myself laughing a little bit. I was like, huh. Ger- Gerald doesn't believe in intergalactic relationships. Oh God, don't say that. <laughs> stay, stay uh, I think it was just like, I think it was just her teeth. Like, how her teeth were so sharp. I was like, I just, it, bo- it, it would bother me, I think. It probably scared me, to be, to be honest. But um, <laughs> no teeth. <laughs> teeth. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh no but i want to know what is your least favorite scene in the finale i hated the the scene where gaia and gravik were fighting because i was like wow this is the cheesiest shit i've ever seen they're fighting with each with different super characters powers and villains I'm like wow this is ridiculous this is something it, it felt more like a parody of a superhero movie or yeah. A, a, yeah. And she also had Frostbeast powers, and like the DNA came from the Battle of Earth, which was an endgame, and I don't recall Frostbeast being there. There so, were a lot of characters, um, supposedly. That, there were a lot of characters that were supposedly there. And some of them, you're like, wait, how do they have Ebony Maw's blood? That was on a he ship. Died in, he died in, like, he died space. in space. Yeah, I mean, I don't and know. How, like, how do they get Thanos? How do they get Thanos's blood? I'm guessing they got okay. So like, I'm going to make an excuse for them. I guess they got Thanos's blood from Iron Man Tony Stark's suit after he cut him on that moon planet where he kept bringing moons down on Iron Man. I'm assuming 
he got the blood from the suit there. Like they may, like maybe the suit saved it. Maybe they just realizes what it was. But who who the hell knows? But if that isn't the excuse, I don't know where the hell they got it because Thanos turned into dust. Yeah. Um. But but like my another least favorite, another scene I hated was the entire scene with Rhodey, um, Fury, and oh my god, I'm blanking on her name, but the other secret, the other three letter British lady. lady. The British lady who was there, um, and uh, she was holding Rhodey up on, at gunpoint. No, no, no. I, I, I wanted. I, I had something in mind of her. She's Mary Poppins John Wick. <laughs> John. Mary Poppins John Wick. I, I'm not good enough to edit to make that edit, she, but I, I get it. She, get she's, it. she's. If Mary Poppins was a hit person, that's who she is. It's fair. That's fair. Come on, but, come um, on, children. We can clean this up together. Pow, pow, pow. All we need is some sulfuric acid and a hacksaw. Sulfuric acid and a hacksaw. <laughs> but um, what made me mad about her that scene was she had a gun to Rhodey's head for like five whole ass minutes. Just kill and him already. They were trying to beg him to like admit to it, and he just kept lying about it. It's like after a minute, you could have shot him. You, you knew he was going to turn back into a scroll. And on top of that, Rhodey talking back to an admiral the way he did in front of the president of the United States in the hospital and talking back to the president the way he did. I don't think any president, current or past, would stand for that. Oh, no doubt. Or any admiral in the military would stand for that. I don't care if you fought in a war against the big purple alien. I don't and think also- they stand for that. Also, let's also remember who he was yelling at and who was the one doing the yelling. Yeah. I'm sorry, but, you know, racial component, like, man of color. I can't get away with – I do well, you know, but I don't have – I have, hey, kind of power. That's the only kind of power I have. There are some of them that have, <laughs> hey, fuck you, and hey, kiss my ass. I just have, hey, kind of power. <laughs> Yeah, it was just like you know what I mean. Just, they, they they had Rhodey be super villain, like twirl his mustache at the end, super villain. Oh my god, yes, it was very cartoonish. <laughs> like like everything was just over the top. I'm a villain. I'm a scroll Rhodey, not real Rhodey, and it just annoyed the hell out of me. But because of that, I'm giving this show a starter as a whole for all six episodes, but the finale, I am cutting that shit to shreds. Yes. 1000 cutting that shit to shreds because if the finale had just been half of what the rest of the season had been, this is at least a starter. I mean, at least an all-star. Yeah. If if the finale had been just half of what it was, but we, they promised us this wasn't going to be some big CGI fight. and It was going to be a spy thriller. We did get a big CGI 10 minute fight, which in an episode of 33 minutes or whatever the hell it was, you can't have a third of it be a big CGA fight after promising those big CGA fight with two characters that you, that we don't even really know too well, know too well, but graphic was damn good. And you killed graphic off, which, um, like, why did you do that? He was actually well, good. Well, I like him. Did they, why did they kill off Maria Hill? Like, a lot of people, I'm sorry, a lot of people were very upset that, that they killed her off. I don't, I don't care, care about, about it. it. Like, I'm sorry, Colby Smolders. I loved you and How I Met Your Mother, but just, you know, it just seemed like a lot of people were like, no, they're going to bring her back. Like, but why? Like, this show, that agency, even bringing back Phil, you know what I mean? Like, just 
Like, why? What is the need for all that? What was the need for all of it? But it's just um, – so what, what are you giving the show a rating overall? Everything you said. I give it a, a, a starter for the first two, three, four, five, and then the last one, it has to be cut. Hell, um, on its on the finale alone, I want to cut the entire series because what's the point in watching the whole show when the, you're just going to get disappointed again? You know, oh. unless you're a Vikings fan. <laughs> you guys are doing great. You're there. doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> no, I'm just, sorry, I'm only doing that because Gerald's. I don't know jack about sports except no, yeah. according to according to Gerald, the Minnesota Vikings can't kick a field goal and save their life. <laughs> nope, they haven't been able to do that forever. But, but he's still a loyal um, fan. Still a loyal fan. Is there anything else about the show you want to say, Ahmed, though? I hope that um, Nick Fury gets a redemption shot. Um, I hope that we as fans get a redemption shot. I hope that this journey will have been worth it because, you know, we've been kind of rubbing it in DC's face how great Marvel is. And now I feel like maybe we might have put an evil eye on it. And I, I hope that they can recover from this. I, I think they will recover from this. Um, however, I do think it is important to keep an eye on the writer and actor strike because 1, that can affect just about anything and everything. And it will um, just ask the writers and cast and crew of the show heroes. Yeah. Because hell of a show strike killed it. But um other than that, I think that's all we got for you guys. I know that Jeff will be working on an Oppenheimer review. I believe Ahmed will also be joining him on that one. Um, yes, but thank you guys for joining us on yet another episode of Nerd Shit. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, follow us on X. X. It sounds Instagram. like I'm talking. That sounds like I'm talking about it. X. Sounds like I'm talking about like. Like a We're talking side. about a drug or something else, yeah. Yeah, no, X is totally a drug, right? Like I'm looking. It is a drug. X. Uh, yeah, ecstasy. Yeah, yeah. It, I'm Uncle, I'm on X. <laughs> Uncle Elon, Uncle Elon has messed it up, man. But we are still there, and we're still Xing our way around, and we're still posting on Facebook and Instagram through Uncle Zuckerberg. So make sure you give us follows and subscribe again on all the stuff for Ahmed. I'm Gerald. Adios, amigos.